Hey guys, and welcome to episode three of my very own podcast. I am talking about something a little less happy chappy today, um, although it does end well. So, I mean, it's ongoing, so who knows? But anyway, <laughs> so today I'm going to be talking about a little bit about my mental health journey. So, I think this is a huge. Um, and really important topic to talk about very early on in my podcast because, um, I mean, obviously it's something very, very close to my heart and in my life it's very prominent. Um, I mean, not so much anymore, but it's something that I own and it's a part of me. So it's something I want to show off in a way and, and share my experience with it. So it all started back in the day, <laughs> a lovely 10 years ago. That makes me sound old. Um, I was 15 and I found myself in my very first proper relationship. And I say that with little bunny fingers in the air because uh, let me tell you, it definitely was not the perfect relationship and definitely probably doesn't even consider I mean, it doesn't even come underneath the description of relationship. I can tell you that right now. Um, but what 15-year-old relationship does. Um, so anyway, um, you know, as I, as you do, when you're young, you have no idea what you're doing. I fell head over heels for this guy. Um, again, I was 15. Head, head over heels for this guy. We were together for a whole year and that, God, my God, that is huge. That's like 10 years in 15-year-old minds, you know? Um, so it got to a point where I started getting treated much less than I was. And obviously, I'm not going to go into huge details in all of my stories because, you know, privacy. These people may be monsters in my life, but they deserve privacy. <laughs> so um, anyway, they, they, he, only one boyfriend, um, started to talk to me quite disrespectfully, like more towards the end, it just became a bit of a shit show, if I'm quite honest. Um, you know, I like to consider myself a very committed and dedicated person in every area of my life, pretty much, but mostly in relationships. Like I'm very dedicated and I want things to work and I always want people to be happy. You could consider me a people pleaser, but in a good way, because I really don't tear myself down trying to impress people or keep people happy. Um, so this relationship broke down and I was dumped over the phone, um, not even call a text. So um, that, oh, wow. Like, I will never forget the feeling. Like, it felt as if someone had just, like, shoved their hand into my chest and ripped my heart out and then just like started playing like badminton badminton with it you know those silly little like little rackets and like the like badminton actually like makes it like a whistle noise yeah that <laughs> painful so that was happening and I just remember like I remember locking myself in the laundry and I slid down the wall. It was so dramatic. Like <laughs> He wasn't responding to my texts or my calls, like blocked my number, I'm pretty sure, deleted me off all of social media, which back in the day, I'm pretty sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was still MySpace at that point. Do you guys remember that? That makes me feel old. Um, so there was that. And, and I felt this like, 
I don't know, like an extreme pain in my chest. It was like that hot, cold feeling and I couldn't understand what it was and it started to become really painful to breathe and I couldn't understand what was going on. And, you know, my mum was on the other side of the door trying to get to me and trying to figure out what was going on because, you know, I was screaming, I was crying. It was as if, you know, I was in literal physical pain. And, and at that point, I really felt like I was and I think in a way... I was. <laughs> I know I just repeated myself, but you know what I mean. Um, looking back, I 100% was because I was going through my first panic attack and I had no idea. And to this date, it, it really still stands as one of the most painful, literally physically painful panic attacks I've ever had. And I've had many now. I've got so many under my belt. It's ridiculous. I should be a champion. So, that was happening and I remember my older sister coming in and, and you know, putting her hands on my knees and just looking at me and being like, it's okay, it's going to be okay, you're just having a panic attack, it's okay, it'll stop, you just need to breathe. I can feel myself starting to cry. I'm not going to cry because you don't need to hear me crying down into your bloody eardrums. No, thank you. <laughs> going to reassess myself. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to cry. Um... So she, yeah, she told me, she was like, it's just a panic attack. It's going to go away. You just got to breathe through it. And, you know, she helped me through it and I, I felt so much better. And, you know, I think that was the point. And I mean, all of this sort of, all the little details are a little bit grainy right now because obviously that was 10 years ago and it was a difficult time in my life. And I think I've subconsciously sort of smothered it over so that I don't remember it all. Um, but I remember it on a surface level and I, I'm pretty sure I spoke to my mum and dad and I said that I wanted to get help. I wanted to go to the doctor, um, because it's not, it's not a nice feeling. It's really not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a terrible weight that you feel like it's been, you know, shoved onto you and it's so heavy and it hurts and you just feel sad and miserable. So, I went to the doctor and I did, I forget what the test is called, please don't kill me. Um, basically, it, it diagnoses you with depression or anxiety and all that kind of thing. It gives you a score. Um, my scores came up with severe anxiety and severe, uh, I think it was situational depression, they sort of like explained it as. Um, so from there, it was like, I just felt defeated in a way, like, someone else had done this to me. And yeah, like I will admit, I, I went into a bit of a time where it was like, why me? I'm the victim. What happened? Why me? Why did this happen to me? I'm a good person. You know, like all that kind of shit, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I went through that and, you know, I, I kind of just pushed it under the rug. I, I never went and saw and spoke to someone, which obviously is, is the first you know, like first wrong thing to do is not go and see someone. I will always preach that, always go and speak to someone, even if it really isn't a professional, if it's your friends or, you know, a friend of a friend who you feel comfortable around or, you know, a teacher or a colleague, someone like that. Um, you know, it, it's always good to talk about it. Whereas I didn't, I, I kept it to myself and I kept it hidden and I pushed it down and down and down and down. So, you know, that worked for many years. Like I'm pretty ashamed to say that for about five years, I, f 
fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I really held it within and, and it really, that's just, I do not recommend that. It's, it's painful. It's bad. It's shit. Don't do it. So when I was about 20, 21, um, I met my next boyfriend, which I would say is my first, was my first, um, serious boyfriend. And it was a real relationship, but a shit relationship in the end. So, um, I will always be thankful for this person because they introduced me fully to the world of self-development and, um, you know, self-help and all that. So, you know, you can hate this person so much, so much, so much, but you've got to look at the things that they gave you and, and learn the lessons. And this thing is a gift that I could never be more thankful for. So, um, you know, once I was introduced to the world of self-help and really it is a world or actually it's really a universe within itself. So it's so huge. There's so many different pockets, so many different areas and so many different levels and depths. It's amazing. And I'm obsessed (laughs) if you can't tell. (laughs) So the first book um, that I read, this person actually bought it for me. I picked it out and I was like, oh God, like, I'd love to read that. Like, she's so pretty. Like, she looks like she knows what she's talking about. Um, And it um, was Melissa Ambrosini's book. And I, oh, I will never be more thankful that I had that book in my hands because reading all about her journey and and all of that kind of stuff, it just helped me so much. so it was called Mastering Your Mean Girl. I should have mentioned that. Um, and obviously, you know, pushing down this voice in my head, which was, you know, ultimately what Melissa calls your mean girl or your mean boy, um, obviously depending on if you're a boy or a girl, um, you know, that voice was my anxiety and depression and it was giving me shit daily. And once I read that book, I felt like I had the tools to be able to control it and I did and I implemented what I learned and I saw the benefits and it just turned my life around and I got so much better with myself and managing my anxiety and depression and given that my uh, depression is you know honestly quite um, situational so you know obviously when shit things happen people will go really upset and feel like shit but this is just it's sort of next level it's hard to describe um sometimes when things happen and it hits me and the depression creeps up, I'm like, you're just being dramatic, Brooke. But then I'm like, no, you have to be gentle within yourself and let yourself feel the feelings and not tell yourself that you're being shit or you're being stupid because you're not. You've, you've got to feel it, you know, and let it pass, let it wash over you. So anyway, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> the second book um, that I read was one that Melissa Ambrosini actually spoke about and it's You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay and my God rest her soul. She is an angel. I have lent this book to multiple people um, and within it is all of my highlighting and scribbles and all that kind of stuff. Um, From reading it numerous times, I honestly couldn't tell you how many times I've read it and I highly, highly recommend it. I'm going to do an episode on it because it deserves its own. It is gold, pure gold. So I read that book And I felt like my life leveled up times 50. And that was the best thing that I've ever done for myself. Reading that book was incredible. I'm going to stop talking about it because I can just keep going forever. (laughs) So I read that book and my life turned around. I did so much better personally. I, I just 
was just going through the best time in my life and then it went south. So, um, you know, at one point, I don't know when, I can't pinpoint when, the relationship started going down. Um, and you know how you just know. And But I was clinging on. And then about, you know, a quarter of the way through last year, I was dumped. And, you know, to feel like at one point earlier in the relationship, I was like, wow, you know, I could really marry this person. I could see myself with this person for the rest of my life. But ultimately, that obviously wasn't meant to be. And I'm glad for it, clearly. Um, So when that breakdown happened, the feelings started coming back, like I was describing with my first um, big breakup in my life the hot, cold pain in my chest, the being like really, really empty of breath. Like I couldn't grab a breath if I tried. And, you know, I, I broke down and I, I have never again, never felt like I could come back from it. And it it just was a shit time in my life. It was so shit. And, you know, I was still, I was actually working for this person. I guess you could call it freelance work. I don't really know. Um, I was still working for this person and in a way it just, it was shit. Like (laughs) I was getting money and that was the only reason why I stuck with doing that. So when that happened, I reread You Can Heal Your Life. Like I'm obviously skipping through little bits here, but I got to the point where I'd wallowed enough and I was like, okay, pick yourself up. We're going to do something different now. And I reread You Can Heal Your Life and I really paid attention. I really paid attention to what I was doing and what I wasn't doing and how I could change things that were bad for me to do um, and, you know, start doing something different, you know, um, and, and I did. And it was the best thing I've ever done. You know, this was the time where I started Keep It Cleaner and I've never looked back. Like physically I got into the best shape I had ever been in. And, you know, like I'd always have just like a one pack, just a pudgy belly. And all of a sudden I could see like little tiny little baby abs like coming through and I had a flat stomach. And like, obviously that's not all that matters in life, but when you're feeling really shit about yourself, that's something that's like really exciting and really picks your self-confidence up. So that was a great time um, in my life where I started to really, um, you know, that was the first step of the journey to where I am now. And I'm so thankful for that time because I learned so many things about myself. Um, So yeah, moving on, I then got to the point where I was brave enough to physically see him again. And as we all know, um, we all want that revenge. Um, we all want to look our best. Um, <laughs> so I saw him and he was like basically kissing my feet and was saying I looked amazing. Cause you know, at that point I'd lost so much weight and I was really taking care of myself physically and mentally. And so therefore, you know, best shape of my life, um, in all ways. And we sort of decided to get back together, but it wasn't official. So he was still keeping me on a bit of a leash Um, but not letting me go far. And so we were together and it was going really well and I was being manipulated, really. Um, It got to the end of last year and I was blindsided and I was told by him that he was seeing someone else. Um, 
And that was a massive hit in the face because obviously there's me thinking, wow, like, you know, I've, I've really changed myself physically, mentally, and, you know, we're being really great together. This could be really amazing this time around. Like last time was just a little bit of a fluke. It's totally fine. People make mistakes in life. And boy, did I make a mistake. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone back to him and, you know, that's always... I feel like so many people have that kind of a story. Like, I shouldn't have, shoulda, coulda, woulda, da-da-da-da-da. So, I actually had quite a mature response to this. I did have a cry. It's natural to feel the feelings and cry. But I was just like, okay, that's fine. I'm happy for you. If this person makes you happy, that's great. I was heartbroken. But at the same time, it sort of made me realise, like, I sort of had a... What's it called? An epiphany. And I was like, holy shit, I don't love you. I don't love you. And I don't, I deserve so much better than you. And it was just, it wasn't, you know, evil for me to say. I wasn't trying to be malicious. Um, but it was something that I realized. And once once I realized that, my life began, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. And this was, um, you know, the very beginning of this year. So, you know, a good, you know... 11 months ago, um, it's just, wow, like I've come so far. And, you know, from that point, I really, again, really, really picked myself up. I gave myself a huge kick up the ass and really dug in and did the work. And obviously, and like I said, in my um, previous, my first introduction episode, I've read over 50 plus self-help books and I have never looked back. I've never been more informed in my life. (laughs) I've never read more in my life. It's insane, but I'm addicted to reading. I'm addicted to self-development. It's a drug. I love it. Um, So once I started doing that, I was opening myself up to more opportunities. I was putting myself out there. I was being more vulnerable. I was becoming a better version of myself, you know, for myself, my family, my friends, um, and obviously, therefore, they were doing better because of me being better. It's great to see someone that you love doing so well in their lives and being really happy. So that was something I was really excited to um, to do, you know. Like, when you start really living your life, oh, my God, the happiness is just um, indescribable, really. So when I did that, like I said my life began and, and it really like, I did describe it the other day, um, when my episode, my introduction episode, sort of the gap between then and now a little bit. Um, so I'm not going to sort of backtrack over it too much, but today I really put first and foremost, I come first, you know, like me, my physical and my mental health come first. Secondly is my boyfriend, my relationship with him, it's so important for that to be a priority for yourself and for them. Um, and then together time as well. It's huge. It's so important. Um, and then after that's family. I mean, obviously family is a recurring thing. It's never going to be put last, you know, family's so important. Um, and then, um, after that is friendships with my friends. My friends are so important to me. I want to pour everything into them because you've got to nurture something for it to grow and for it to be really strong. So I hope that makes sense. Um, (laughs) And on the daily, I, you know how people are like, oh, it's Friday night or something. And they're like, I'm going to have a pamper night. And 
they are going to have like a bath and a face mask and like do their hair nice and all this kind of stuff or they only self-care on self-care Sundays. Bullshit. Bullshit. Every single day is self-care for me. I put my self-care above everything else. Everything. You know, I self-care in the morning as soon as I wake up. I take my whole food capsules. I drink a huge bloody bottle of water. I stretch. I then, you know, if I have time, if I'm not working, I'll go for a walk. I will breathe. I'll meditate. Like, the little things, you know, and I'll listen to music that makes me happy. Like, it's just, like I said, the little things in life that are so important to maintain this, you know, um, really healthy state of mind. Um, and I think that's what's really kept my anxiety and depression at bay. Like, obviously, not only have I got beautiful, loving people around me in my life now, my family, my boyfriend, my friends, they're all so incredibly encouraging and supportive. So clearly that helps me, um, you know, stay afloat <laughs> and not be dragged down by depression and anxiety. Um, but there is some days where I feel a little bit anxious and I think I really want to stress um, that it's good to communicate. Communicate to whoever you feel um, you trust and whoever you feel comfortable around. I will never feel ashamed of the way I feel. If someone tells me that, you know, my anxiety is stupid or something that I feel a bit triggered by is stupid, then bye bye sister. Like I'm not going to give you the time because, you know, the people in your life deserve the time that deserve the space to, to tell you things that they feel really vulnerable telling you, but they feel like they trust you. Like that's a really special thing. So anyway, I think I'm going to stop this now. <laughs> I've had that ball in my throat. You know how like you feel like you're going to cry. I've had that this whole time. Um, but I just, I think that's a really huge, um, testament to the way I live. So my quote in life, it's huge. It's huge and so special to me. It's feel the fear and do it anyway. If you ever feel fearful of something or are a bit scared to do something and it's out of your comfort zone, we all know that saying, you know, um, excitement and opportunities and whatnot live outside your comfort zone. It is so incredibly true. I know that this podcast is possibly going to help anyone out there, even if it's just one that makes my heart so happy. It makes me glow. Like I know that, you know, I may get a vulnerability hangover. I love to say that. Melissa Ambrosini introduced that to my life. Um, I may get that feeling that I don't really want to share it, but I do. I do. All of me does. Um, and I'm pushing through it because I, I know that this is a really important um, lesson or, I don't know, blob of advice to give you. <laughs> um, and it's really important to share your story. I really love hearing other people's stories and I appreciate vulnerability. It's so attractive to me and it's so amazing and it shows so much strength. So, Anyway, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, leave me a comment. Send me a DM on my Instagram if you want to talk about anything. I'm always here to talk about anything, whether it's mental illness, relationship issues, you know, just general life issues, or if you just want to vent to someone, come to me. I love it. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you next time.